IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off once from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Route. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, you know what time it is. It's You Better You Bet on a Friday. When it's a Friday, we're in the Philadelphia studio. Sean Bell, Bill Matz in the building on this fine, fine Friday. Humidity and all them other things. How you feeling, man? I'm very well. I'm very well on this uh, phenomenal football Philly Friday. I think I got it backwards, but it went... It was close. It was close. <laughs> Good enough. Just, Good just enough. super excited about that. Hotly contested uh, preseason game we saw down in South Philly last listen, night. Listen, listen. Before before we get to sports, we got yeah, yeah. to get to something more important right now. Oh. I got to give you a life update. This week I saw Barbie. Okay? I saw Barbie. <laughs> so now I'm there here you go. There you to go. give a full review. For for those who oh. don't know, listen. You know, we this is a betting show. We talk about sports and all those other good things. But I bet you had, had a great a, time. We had a back and forth and then talking <laughs> about Barbie. I didn't know I was going to go see it. But the wife wanted to go see it. Her friend who she was supposed to go see it with, they weren't able to get together and get it done. So we had a random night that was like no kid. It was just like, all right. Fine. You want to go see Barbie? Okay, I'll go see it with you. And we saw Barbie. Not too shabby. It's funny. You first, of all, I didn't. You know, I didn't find it that fu- like. I'm gonna say a weird thing that sounds weird, but it makes total sense <laughs> in my head. I loved everything about that movie that wasn't Barbie. Yeah, definitely. And, and what I mean by that is, I Will like Farrell. I like Barbie, like yeah. Mar- Margaret Robbie and how she played it, yeah. and the themes of the movie, the messaging of the movie was phenomenal, right? Something needed for uh, young women out there. But at the same time, I didn't like the music. You didn't didn't like like the the songs. I didn't like the dancing (laughs) with Ryan Gosling dancing with, um, uh, with the, with the, with the cast and doing all types of moves. 
I didn't like the thing. And again, spoiler alert. We're not really spoiling much, but spoiler alert for those who haven't seen yet. It's made like a trillion dollars. There's like nine people who yeah, haven't seen I it yet. I didn't like the back and forth when how they got to the <laughs> real world and got to. Like, it was too goofy for me. I'm not a goofy dude. So I was just kind of like, eh. But I liked everything they were doing theme-wise, messaging-wise, and in and, and a drama-wise. Yeah. See, that like... The thing I liked about it more than anything was it was original. Like, I, one of my reasons I wanted to see it, I just was like, well, what the hell is this? Like, I've seen a bunch of trailers. I spend plenty, yeah. enough time on Twitter that, like, you come across the trailers. And after seeing a couple, my question was still, what is this about? And then when you see it and the way it unfolds, like, I think it's pretty well done. And it's an original idea. It's well it's, done. Like, if you would have did the same theme with the same messaging and it was Wonder Woman, <laughs> I would have loved it. Okay. I always, only say that because, like, I'm a Marvel guy. Like, yeah, yeah. If you are into Barbie at uh, even a little bit, especially for people growing up on Barbie, you're going to absolutely love this movie. Oh, it's well, that's, going to be one of your like, favorite movies ever. My wife was, for all the, like, little Barbie references that you'd have to, like, be a fan and have grown up with Barbie to real. she marked out on all those. Like, was absolutely loving it. I have no idea, but I just found it pretty damn entertaining. Like, if you're going to waste two hours... There are worse ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I was, you know, I wasn't into some of the, the some of that aspect, I would absolutely say go see that movie. And, and I don't know about you, I'm all types of kins in my in my household right now. <laughs> I, I am all types of kins. But again, if you haven't seen the movie, you I am not yelling. I am yelling. Says. I am Kenneth constantly. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> For those who don't know, Ken Ken is. Uh, is made to be a side character who means nothing to nobody. Absolutely. So nothing. my wife is constantly to let me know you are a kin, you are nothing to nobody, you are no good in this household. Do better. So I'm like, I damn. And for all the men out there, like, listen, there is a very simple, no, in no way subtle theme to this movie. And like, I went and saw it with with my wife Ava, one of her friends, and they're like, "Well, I don't think it speaks too well of men, like how oh. it would just be so easy." And I go, actually. I see it another way. You all see how easy it would be to, like, take control of the world. And yet, here we are as men somehow still in charge of everything. See, I ain't going Quite there. honestly. I ain't going there. What you, if, going, you going somewhere I ain't going to go. But that's what makes it funny to me. Like, I can laugh at the joke that, like, yeah, we are just a bunch of very simple creatures. They make us look dumb. Rightfully so. Yeah. And rightfully no, so. we are a bunch they, of, They make like, us look dumb and rightfully so. A bunch so, of Fred Flintstones, am, Homer Simpsons. We are that. I am kin in the household, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, it is. Whatever. Okay, Barbie, whatever you want. Yeah. That's how I am in my ha household. So quick, uh... Quick, uh, Barbie review I'm to start this thing. I, I, I couldn't wait to the end of the show to give you that. Plus... Oppenheimer, I'm still not never going to see that, by the Three way. Three hours long. I... Three hours long, I know what happens. <laughs> if I know what happens, you ain't seeing me That's... go watch the movie. Maybe if it comes on randomly on whenever it gets to Netflix, so I I'll go see better... it. Hulu. I have a better chance. You saw Oppenheimer. I have not seen. Oh, okay. It. No, that's. I have a better chance of going and seeing it in theaters randomly if someone like calls me up and is like, "You want to do?" Because I just feel like it's a movie that's supposed to be taken in visually. By the time it comes out, I'm gonna have lost all interest. No, no, no. I will never watch it in my living room. No, no. You, again, I still haven't seen Titanic. I'm not seeing Oppenheimer. <laughs> Titanic and Oppenheimer, same thing to me. I'm not going to see it. Sorry. So. Those are the yeah, again, historical those the, dramas. Yeah, those are the two movies that always compare to each other. I think they came out on the same weekend, right? 
they come out like the same that. weekend. Yeah. I know they were battling each other. So, yeah, nah. So, quick update on that. Now, let's get to what you were originally talking about. <laughs> Football. I oh, mean, yeah, that's the... In the first preseason, preseason games of the preseason game number threes came out yesterday. Of course, us being in Philadelphia, we're focused on the Eagles, Colts, and what's going on there and everything. And bring on football. I, it, I don't care. Man, it was... It was another rough watch, but we're going to get into this a little later in the show. I was, I can't say I was impressed by Anthony Richardson, Mm -hmm. but I saw something there that we've talked about the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year award a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. and every time we've kind of come to the conclusion, Bryce Young, unless like Bijan has an historic sort of, like if he just has a great season, it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but uh, rookie won seven games and he put up decent counting stats, so he's going to win it as a quarterback. I feel like Anthony Richardson could be a little further ahead than I thought, just as a raw talent. Like, he's going to make enough plays himself that he could actually put himself in this offensive rookie of the year. See, I, I came away with the opposite opinion. I think he's further away. Like, I don't think Anthony Richardson is crisp. I think he looks like, again, they all look like rookies. Oh, yeah. But, again, to me, he wasn't very efficient because he has legs. He was able to get things done. But I looked at that and said, dog, like, the Colts, again, two years ago, the Colts were a team that was looking. They got Carson Wentz. We we all know what the mistake (laughs) was there. Then they got Matt Ryan. But they were a team that said, we're a quarterback away from competing in the AFC and getting to the Super Bowl. And to go from that a year ago to starting Anthony Richardson and then me seeing him play, I'm like, dog, y'all ain't winning jack squat this year. Oh, they're not going to win anything. And that's just surprising me. Just one year they've just given up, especially what's going on with Jonathan Taylor right now. They've just given up on trying to win. But, again, Anthony Richardson, I like, I see what you see. Like, I see the talent. Like, But I'm like, that thing, you need some time, He dog. is going to turn it over a ton. That's I think that was glaringly obvious. Like his a lot of his throws, I go, ooh, that was in traffic. No, that was that was that that was the traffic. You created the traffic with yeah. your throw. But I think because of that, he's going to make big plays, and he had a better sense of where the rush was coming from and how to get away from it than I thought he would. Like, it's not just natural athleticism. Mm-hmm. It's that little clock. I saw enough of that clock last night. Where was, he's going to lose them some games without a doubt. He will single-handedly lose them games, but he's going to have a ton of highlights. I guess. I just, again, his athleticism says, all right, get out of there. But then when he gets out of here, what's he going to do? He ain't going to get out of here and find somebody, or he's going to be hella inefficient doing so. He's going to be hella inaccurate it's, doing so. If it comes down to, like, just, EPA per play or something, he's not going to win the award. Yeah. If it comes down to who has the most highlights, I think it could be him. I still feel like Gardner Minshew would have been the better starting quarterback. Again, again, this is preseason. You're not yeah. playing anybody, so I know he goes 9 for 11 on TD. It's like, ah, whatever, that's against second, third stringers. But just a command of the offense, if they want to – Again, Anthony Richardson is their future. Yeah. Obviously. So, but if they want to, if they were going to win this year, they would have started Gardner Mitchell. Because oh. Gardner Mitchell is, to me, still better than Anthony Richardson as of today and through this season. So, again, I looked at Anthony Richardson and was like, it's going to be big bumps, big That's, road bumps this season. I think more so than the other rookie quarterbacks. Uh, 
I think there's going to be some really, really bad games, and I think he's going to have a few splash games where you go, wow, with him. Mm-hmm. Like, And that's playing in the AFC South. He might win two or three more games than we're expecting. That's like That, that was my big takeaway last night. And comparing that to what we've seen from Bryce Young, where he individually looks like he's pretty polished, but he is constantly under duress and he has led one scoring drive a 35 yard field goal and it was aided by 25 yards and penalties Mm -hmm. like they haven't moved the ball a little bit when Bryce Young's been out there and it seems like all of the blame is going on well look at the offense like it's terrible Everything around him is bad. Whereas Anthony Richardson, yes, it's they had some ones out there last night against the Eagles. I don't even know if you want to call them twos. Mm-hmm. Like Quentin Nelson's out there last night blocking me and you. Mm-hmm. So uh, take it for what it's worth, but they moved the ball. They moved the ball. Again, I don't feel good. Anything you saw from the Eagles, because I saw nothing. It was a fake game. Like yeah. the Eagles didn't even have their backups out there. Yeah, there's nothing to see. Uh, they, they did have it. Like they had Sidney Brown. Like they had a couple of dudes, but like. Mm-hmm. What's the Eagles' strength on defense? The defensive line. Yeah, those guys weren't out there. Yeah, yeah. And then let's go over to the other preseason game. The Steelers beat the Falcons 24-zip. And it was indicative. I don't know if you saw, anybody saw this, but uh, Tomlin was questioned, hey, why do you play your starter so much? Because Kenny Pickett played, had a drive out there, looked good, 4 for 4 86 yards. And it's, it's a to- totally different his Mike Tomlin's out, uh, look on preseason is totally different from most of the league. To- certainly Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. And he said, I just feel like you got to spar before you box. And I just love that quote. It, he's a man that's, of quotes. That's you got to spar like, before you box. That's who Mike Tomlin. Like, Mike like, Tomlin's tombstone is That motivated that. me. Like, let's get out here and spar, I, dog. So he's like, you got to spar before you box. And that's how he takes the preseason. I just like that. It's just, hey. We're going to be ready. Whether we're great or bad, we're going to be ready for day one. Because game series, like, it's going to be so hard to bet in week one. Oh, Over-unders. Yeah. It's going to be hard to select bets. I saw a couple teams are going to lose that shouldn't lose. I think the 49ers lost to the Bears in week one. I knew that was a monsoon last year. But it's like everyone's sloppy. You don't want to go with the over because oh. people haven't been playing. They're not polished. They're not in a rhythm. And so the one thing I feel like I could bet on is the Steelers, and they ain't going to be great. But they're going to be better than most in week one because of how Mike Tomlin handles this. The one thing you always count on with the Steelers under Tomlin, Mm -hmm. they're going to be prepared. They might not have enough talent. You know, they still might after last season when they Uh put together a winning record in that division with a rookie quarterback and Mitch Trubisky for, like, five starts. But they're going to be prepared. That's one thing you can always count on with that team. Yeah, one thing you can always count on, and uh, anything you saw from the Falcons, uh, man, Nothing, the right? uh, <laughs> the Falcons are gonna have a rough go of it. I feel it's it's another team with maybe a higher ceiling than I'm gonna give them credit for, but I no, <laughs> you know, I just I don't get what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It, like going back to the draft, Bijan, yeah, that's. Like, I thought it made sense if the Eagles were to do it because they literally have everything else. The Falcons stink. <laughs> this is what you're going to do? So I just, I really just don't get their plan more than anything. Yeah. I mean, again, it's going to be a while. Desmond Ritter, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I listen to Big Q all the time. I talk to Big Q. Yeah. Uh, you know, when in conversation, he's like, yeah, in Atlanta. He's, him, Big Q, Q Douglas, for those who don't know, who used to be a, a, a DN, a pro bowler, an all-pro player, works over here with us and used to do radio in Atlanta, covered the Atlanta Falcons. And he's like, it's bad over there, dog. <laughs> it, it ain't nothing much to cover over there right now. Again, they got some young talent, talent in Kyle Pitts. I think he's a tremendous pass to catching tight end that ain't getting the shine because he ain't got the quarterback. He ain't got the offense and Bijan may be the, in the same situation. So they got weapons. They got Cordell. They got Bijan. They got uh, Kyle Pitts. So they may be able to put some offense on the board, but they just don't seem like they're sound with the offensive line with the quarterback and, you know, most in half of the things on defense. Well, that's it. Does, like when I talk about their plan, I, I always look at, uh, look at it from like, what do the Patriots do? What do the Eagles do? You build from the lines out. And the last thing you worry about is, okay, we'll get a safety. We'll get a running back. We'll get a tight end. But, like, you worry about the core of your team. And the Falcons just seem to be doing it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're picking up the talent. Or they're saying to themselves, we can't identify the quarterback. And once we do identify the quarterback... We'll go get it. But as we know, if you don't identify that quarterback right away, then it ain't no point. You ain't going anywhere. Ain't nothing happening. Listen, we're taking a break right now. We're going to come back, and we're going to come back and talk about who's not playing. I think there's some holdouts that we haven't been paying attention to, some people who've been benched that we haven't been paying attention to that can change everything when it comes to the season and when it comes we'll to We'll be right back with You, you better, better, You Bet, bet presented by BetMGM. We'll be right <laughs> On the BetQL Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.